Welcome to the Find the Good Mamahood podcast. I'm Caitlin Carpio-Futchner, and I'm so excited to spend some time with you. This is a place where I talk with other mamas about their favorite tips, tricks, and resources, and also celebrate the joys of mamahood by sharing real stories and experiences. New moms, veteran moms, moms-to-be, this podcast is for you. I hope our honest chats about the highs and lows of mamahood help you find joy wherever you are in your journey. I am so glad you're here. Hello, mamas. It's been a little while since I've been on here, so I'm so glad to be back with you all, sharing stories of the ups and downs of mamahood and finding the good through it all. Today, we're going to be talking with my cousin, Amanda Tucker, about her journey as an artist and a mom to two young kids, which is no easy feat. You'll find out. Hello. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Find a Good Mamahood podcast. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here and hear your story. I really love your art, and I actually own one of your little art pieces Aww, that you gave thank me. Thank you. Yes, it's yes. really. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more about your journey. Thanks. Well, thank you for thinking of me for this. So, um, Yep, I'm an artist, like you said. I went to VCU for art and um, graduated in 2009 and later married your cousin, Hunter. <laughs> and we have two beautiful kids. Um, we have, I was going to say, Will and Grace, like the show, but they're not named after the show. <laughs> so Grace and Will, and they mm-hmm. are just turned six and three. They're March babies. So mm. they, yep, big big six and three so um she is getting ready for first grade and he is in preschool so yeah it's a lot of big changes but (laughs) yeah and tell me so what does a typical week look like like what do you do during the week and then um what do you like to do for fun right now well right now it's summertime and so I tried something new um normally my kids graces would be in kindergarten um Mm -hmm. she was starting school and I had Will in daycare um, while I would be painting during the week. But then with summertime, I wanted to really, like, enjoy her and have more time with her. Um, so I didn't do, like, any signing up for daycare or childcare. Um, she really enjoys being in my studio. I have a studio mm-hmm. space here in um, Goochland, Virginia, which I love um, bringing her there to create. And I thought, well, I'll just have her, you know, paint with me during the week. Um, And I have now Will is part-time. So he's only in for three days a week um, just so that, you know, we can go on adventures and things like that. But it's been, you know, it's been challenging really because I used to have, you know, from nine o'clock until 2.30 to get her from school of time to just create, paint, package, ship, do Uh all those kind of things. And now it's like, oh, (laughs) Um, it's a little more of a challenge. So, um, but I'm figuring it out. (laughs) We are, we're making it work. Um, She, she's really great at being in the studio and and painting and, and then joining in with me um, and creating. And I'm just kind of figuring out now okay so now I just need to make sure that admin stuff and shipping the not fun stuff um I've actually been taking that home with me and doing Mm. that at night when they're asleep it's just Mm. easier um that wasn't our normal um Mm -hmm. but you know 
I guess in motherhood really, right? We can't we can't expect things to always just uh be easy and go with the flow, right? We have to pivot. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm making it work. Um but I really I am I feel very lucky to have a space um to go and create and that she can paint with me and I say Grace, like Will will join too, but being that he's three, it's a little more chaotic. Um, yeah. <laughs> I tried to bring him recently and um, yeah, he like was stepping in the oils and they were all <laughs> over the floor and I was just like, okay, I think, I think we're good now. <laughs> I think we're good. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, we're not quite ready to join mommy all day in the studio. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he had fun. Um, but it's great to have a space that they can create and I don't need to like worry too much about a mess because Mm -hmm. that's what that space is for. Um, so we can get messy and finger paint and, (laughs) you know, walk with oils all over the place and it's not the end of the world. It's not like it's my dining room because, Mm. um, the studio space, I just got it in October, um, before then it, we were creating in my dining room, my playroom, the den and, Oh, that was, that was hard to separate. I mean, I still have marks on the wall because, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be paying attention and I'd have all my supplies out and they'd be like, Will, you know, would just take some of the paint and be like, I'm going to do what she's doing in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's, so my week typically is, uh, right now, Grace and I go to the studio. We take Will to daycare go to the studio. I paint a little bit with her until about lunchtime. Then we go to the pool. <laughs> and nice. We have lunch together. Mm-hmm. And then I put her to bed and her brother to bed after we pick them up. And then I do my shipping and marketing and emails uh, after hours. So for right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you like to do for fun? And you can totally say art if that's what you like to do for fun. <laughs> Oh gosh, what do I like to do for fun? Well, yeah, you're right. Like I'm always, I mean, I'm always creating, like <laughs> doodling everywhere um, on anything. So that is a constant, but for fun, oh gosh, I'm so lame. I love, um, <laughs> I love reality shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love watching, I'm a Bravo um, fan love to watch that just you know all the drama on there I think it's it's fun to watch my life's not very dramatic so it's fun to watch the drama um so yeah gosh I wish I had something really cool to say like surf but nope nope (laughs) I'm not one of those people (laughs) reality shows are fun I agree Like sure. I wish I had, wish I had a really cool hobby to share on here. <laughs> well, your Maybe job I, is the cool hobby, so there. Oh yeah, you're right. Thank you. You're right. I get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. Go. I don't know anything really about how you started as an artist. Um, can you tell us about your career journey? Like, where did that begin? What inspired you? You know, tell us a little bit about that. Well, so. I, in high school, I was always, um, you know, was it like honor society for art, things like that was always creative, uh, and always, um, really like drawing. That was my big thing. And I remember, um, 
I'm, I'm probably I'm telling like the terrible version here, but it's true. My grades were not great in high school and everyone else was getting ready for college. And I was like, I want to go to college too. I want to go to college with my friends. <laughs> the only way I was really getting into college I knew was my art. Um, so I applied uh, for VCU art. And really, I, I didn't have this like big vision of being an artist. Um, I think it's common. A lot of people think you think mm. of an artist, you think starving artist and that that's not a career. Um, and I, at school, I, I thought like I was going to graduate and like run a gallery and be like in a fancy gallery in New York. And yeah, I pictured it like I'm in a fabulous clothes in this amazing gallery in New York. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I graduated and I was like applying, um, to those galleries and they're like, Oh, did you, did you intern? I'm like, uh, no, no, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I went into retail. Um, because I needed health insurance and (laughs) yeah, I mean, I don't want to take away from, you know, VCU art school was amazing and I did learn a lot and I did grow a lot, but oh my goodness, it was a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, it was hard, the critiques, things like that. And I think when I graduated also, I was a little burnt out, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like four years of intense, intense, like critiques and, challenging yourself and I just did not even want to look at a paintbrush so um I tried to work in a gallery that didn't work so I ended up at Dillard's and I was in retail for a long time um and really Instagram like Instagram becoming a thing I Mm -hmm. Hunter and I had just moved into a my husband Hunter moved into a place for people who don't know I know you know who that is we just moved into our first place and I wanted to decorate it and I could not afford uh to buy new things so I decided to make it and I made some (laughs) artwork and I shared it on Instagram and I will never forget um someone who was my boss with H&M because I went to Dillard's H&M um that was I was a store manager for a long time with H&M for about seven years and the district um, loss prevention manager, who I had a lot of respect for, she messaged me and was like, she wanted to buy it, one of my pieces. And I was like, what? I was like, wait a second. It like something kind of clicked for me. Um, and so that evening I made an Etsy shop. Um, mm. So I it was so exciting. And I remember it was like a 18 by 24 canvas. And I think I sold it. It might have been like a hundred bucks, you know, which now that's not, it's a lot more now, but anyway, it was just the coolest thing. And I just remember like jumping up and down when Mm -hmm. it sold. Um, What was it of? I'm curious. Oh, it was a figure. It was a woman figure with her back to, back to you. And Mm -hmm. um, she had a big fro (laughs) and she was, she's pretty groovy. Um, It was actually one of Hunter's favorite pieces. And I was like, we're selling it. He loved that one. Um, but yeah, that was his favorite. Um, but that was kind of when uh, I started to think like, oh, wait a second here. This mm. this could be a thing. Um, and I, I didn't, even then though, I, I thought it was going to be part time. You know, I was still trying to climb the ladder at H&M. Um, but I, you know, kept painting, kept sharing it. And my Etsy shop started to do really well and, and kept um making sales from it and it just you know the because of that I was it drove me to even want to 
you know, create more and more um, and give me that little confidence to keep going. Mm. And gosh, when I look back, when I first started painting again, I mean, I graduated in 09 and this is like 2017 that I picked up a paintbrush again, maybe 2018. So it had been a while. So it was a little rough at first. Um, At least I think so, looking. Um, And kind of got back in my groove. But um, I started off with Etsy. You know, I was with, I did the Etsy Etsy website first for about two years. Um, And then I launched my website after that. But yeah. That is so cool. I love that, that you had that breakthrough moment and that inspired you. Yeah, it was um, it was neat to go. I mean, I really retail was a lot for me, and being a retail manager, mm-hmm. I don't think I was great at managing people. And once I started to realize like I could sell my art, I was on a mission to be able to leave retail and to do my mm-hmm. art full time. And I remember mm-hmm. having my phone on me at the register, and with Etsy shop, if you if someone listening has an Etsy shop, it does like at least it did then like a cha-ching sound. <laughs> when something sold and I would be at the register and I'd hear like cha-ching and I'd be like I'm almost out of here <laughs> I just yeah I was just daydreaming of being able to leave and just to be able to create my art just all day long and mm. um I was on a mission so mm-hmm. I did I painted all night I'd be covered in paint clocking into work mm. um and yeah finally was able to quit H&M and and oh it was risky I mean I was nervous to Mm. do the art full-time I told Hunter give me Mm -hmm. three months three months um and if I can't do it I'll go back um and we had to agree on a certain amount that I would have to do uh it was Mm. a lot of pressure a lot of pressure there um especially Mm. since I had a newborn so I had Grace and then Will was born so it was a lot um but Oh, did it. So <laughs> you made it. You reached that goal. Yeah. Even now even now though, it's still it's a lot to, you know, work for yourself and to rely on sales and something that like we were saying earlier, it's like my fun thing to do, right? <laughs> Being creative and painting. It's it can be a little tricky sometimes when that's also, you know, your bread and butter. And um mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so you became a mom somewhere along that journey. And so what did that look like? You know, how did you keep doing your art and, and be a mom? Yeah, um, so that was part of, like, the drive, too, of wanting to leave H&M um, to have that, like, flexibility. You know, if I was working for myself and having more to be able to have more time with my children. Um, and that's why, like, now with summer and her being out of school, I'm like, well, I, I get to do this, you know, like we'll figure it out. It might not be <laughs> ideal for working it out, but to have her, um, and get to enjoy her, um, mm-hmm. is the best, but yeah, I definitely, it was hard, especially when you, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, when you have to get back to work and after maternity leave and, uh, yeah, it's just a lot to be away from your kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, that really drove me. And then, um, what I'm, my art was most known for actually in the beginning was motherhood art. So obviously Mm. being a mother influenced, um, what I was creating 
I was doing a lot of figure forms and then um, I remember doing my first motherhood piece, Grace, <laughs> my oldest, was turning uh, one mm. and I was just ending with um, breastfeeding and around, I think she was about seven months old and then turning one, it was just a lot of changes, you know, not nursing anymore um, and her hitting that, you know, toddler stage um, was very emotional for me. So I definitely worked through that with my art. And I just mm-hmm. remember the first one I did was like a watercolor of a mother and child. So mm-hmm. that is what kind of sparked the the mama series. Mm. I love that. That's so precious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just had no idea looking back that that would be a whole mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> the mamas. So, yeah, I am not an artist with art materials <laughs> but I do like writing and I'm not like a super well-trained poet I would say my poetry yeah. is, is pretty limited but I learned a little bit from my dad and yeah I have this urge whenever I have this you know turning point in Coda's life or something I really want to express it um, mm-hmm. somehow so I'm yeah, at his one year or his 18 months or similarly, like ending breastfeeding, things like that. I did write little poems um, and they were fun. And, and, you know, one day I'll share them with him and maybe he'll get a glimpse of how I was feeling. Oh, I love um, that. I'm working on one called, uh, I think it's Coda's Third Summer, something like that. Oh and my goodness. I love that. It's been a fun summer. Yeah. I love that you you do that as well with your art. Yeah, oh, you're right. I didn't even mention <laughs> mention that with the motherhood art. Yeah, that was a big part was the writing. So I do journal. Um, oh, okay. So I, I keep a journal or um, sometimes I type it up, but I do try yeah. to write things out. And I write um, during painting or before I'm painting or sometimes it's after the painting. Um, yeah. So a lot of times, yes, I've written about that whole thing of, you know, the ending of the nursing and having to go back to work um, and just really, but the writing was more about just um, trying to capture that moment of, you know, in the middle of the night, rocking your baby and that safe space of having them close to you and you're listening to their breathing. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, try to paint that too with the mamas, because for me, I guess with the motherhood art, um, it's, not just it, yes I'm in that chat I'm not so much in that chapter right now actually because Will is a toddler but <laughs> it's for the mother who you know you just yearn for those moments and you want to remember it um mm-hmm. and be able to go back to it that's kind of what I try to do is put the words and the with the painting of being able to go back to those moments with my child and mm-hmm. that's also for them you know the woman who's not in that chapter of life and maybe she's a grandmother now, you know, um, <laughs> but she's looking at that artwork or the words with it and she's remembering that special time too. So kind of mm. what the whole mama series is about. <laughs> Do you have any favorite pieces that you've, you've really been proud of or you <clears throat> refuse to let go or anything over the years? No, no, actually it's, I sound so like a cheesy car salesman. I'm like, I'll sell anything. (laughs) So true. Because I know I could probably remake it. Pretty good at copying myself. No, um, 
<laughs> terrible. Um, I do bring paintings home to my house to enjoy until they sell. Do you yeah. like to do that? Um, there are maybe like two or three that really, when you ask that, like stick out to me. Um, one of them is the healer. It's a woman's face. Um, and I made it over a span of a year. Mm. It was made while, um, after I had my youngest and I didn't have a lot of time to paint because being a new mom, um, it was maybe like an hour here, an hour there. And it was a six foot canvas. And I just every day would touch it maybe for an hour, scribble on it, add something to it. And even Will scribbled on it because like (laughs) I was telling you before, he was like with me while I'm painting because before I had my studio and he was not in daycare and I had him home. Mm-hmm. we would just paint together um, mm-hmm. and I would let him do his thing because I'm, I'm very um, with the way I paint is you know my marks are loose and I kind of just go with the flow it's never too precious you know I know I can go back in I could mm. fix it um, so I do let my kids you know if they want to touch a canvas it's not the end of the world unless it's a custom you know a custom piece for someone <laughs> that I have to send the photo to for approval yeah. it's like all right maybe we're maybe we'll keep that away from them but mm-hmm. other pieces that are for me are just you know I mean everything I make is for me and then hopefully it sells um mm-hmm. besides customs uh yeah I think it's good to to be loose like that um and it's I forget what you're just asking me because now I'm talking about something else <laughs> but yeah what would you what did you ask <laughs> so, no, you're all good. Just your favorite pieces, and you were telling me about oh, the, the healer. healer. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, so over a span of a year. So it was, like, painting a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, and so at the end of the year, I never, like, I paint quickly, so I never spend that long on a painting, um, maybe, like, a week or two on a painting. Um, and it was really cool just, like, kind of to see my whole journey through it. Um, so this woman the way she looks is like, she looks very strong. She looks, um, at least I think she looks strong and I think she's beautiful. But if you look closer, there's just like so many different layers and actually even like glued canvas, like that I had ripped and put on top of it. Um, mm. and then you see like, I know the marks of my child in there from him learning how to, um, just mimic me, you know, find motor skills in the beginning. Um, I don't know. That was a really cool piece for me. That one was hard to let go. Um, And then the November mama that I made was, now we're going to get all sad and sappy here, but (laughs) my art is also how I, you know, uh, work through my feelings. And when I go through things and unfortunately after um, having grace and before conceiving will, I did have a miscarriage. Um, Mm. and so that was really hard, that loss. Um, and this is when I was, you know, I was still with H and M, um, because it was before will, but I was like painting all the time when I was not at work and gosh, that was, it was really hard to work through all those emotions. So it was, it was nice mm-hmm. to be able to use my art um, to heal and mm-hmm. to kind of like let it out. And so I did make a painting of the baby 
in my head. It was a mother and a, and a child and it symbolized the baby for me. And yeah, that was very therapeutic. And so that I call it the November mama, cause there's a print of it on my site. Um, that one was very special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you're probably going to be like, what the heck? I just sold a November mama. It's like, what? But to have it, it, you're like, what? How could you do that? But it's like, oh, you know, it just, it, it was so good to make it in the process for me. It was therapeutic and I can look mm-hmm. back at it, but I don't know if I really want it like in my face. It was a big one, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't necessarily want it in your face of like that, mm. you know, hard time. Um, mm. It gets tricky. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But mm-hmm. that one is special to me. And then um, most recent is um, the Leo Rising one I did of a lion and a woman. Um, and the girl who bought it, the collector who bought it, actually, her son's name, I wish I could remember right now, but it means lion. So oh, cool. when she saw it, she was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, this is meant, you know, she was mm-hmm. a collector of mine. She has another piece, but she's like, I have to have that. Um, <laughs> so that that was really cool to, to mm. in my head. I was like, this was meant for her. So that wasn't hard mm-hmm. to let go when she told me that. I'm like, oh, this was meant <laughs> for you. Um, but that one for me was um, I, you know, when you're an artist and you're or maybe not just an artist, but like a creative and you're working for yourself. You know, it it's hard when you don't have a boss or you don't have coworkers sometimes to mm-hmm. um, to talk to, to vent to. And you know, there's moments in my career that I might get insecure or feel mm-hmm. down about myself. And I really had to learn to not put that like my value is not in how many items sold from my website. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it, to not lose sight of the fact that like. I'm an artist. I'm blessed that I get to create for a living and that um, people embrace it. And I just need to kind of sometimes remind myself of what it's really all about. You know, like, why did I want to do this in the first place? Because I love to create. I love the connections that I make with other people. It's therapeutic for me. It's healing. It helps other people heal. And it gives me the flexibility to what? Enjoy the time with my children and my family and to not get too wrapped up in, you know, oh, I made this piece and nobody said anything, you know, <laughs> on social media or nobody got excited or it didn't sell or my website's quiet for the last two weeks, you know, but it's hard. It, it does get in your head and and it's hard when you are in sales to not put your value into, you know, how much are you producing and bringing in. And so the Leo rising was um, about me remembering like I am strong so that Leo um, the lion was like okay you are strong you can get through anything and to not forget you know what it's all about so that one that one was special <laughs> wow that's so cool so many different stages of being a mama yes <laughs> you're mm-hmm. so right yes mm-hmm. so Throughout all those different changes and stages, um, having one kid, two kids, um, working and then not, you know, not working retail anymore. Um, did you come across any strategies, resources, anything really that you'd recommend that helped you um, 
where you were, you know, do what you were doing at that, at that time. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning for me to really like launch my art career, get myself out there in the beginning, there was a lot of, um, I wasn't afraid to, um, put myself out there and not be afraid of rejection. I would really go into local shops and be like, Hey, I'm Amanda. I'm an artist. And I would pull up my Instagram and be like, do you like it? And I'd be like, literally like, that's how I got into one of the stores here in Richmond. Was, yeah. I was like, I like your stuff. Do you like me? <laughs> so, um, I went into another shop and I was like, your walls are bare. Like, I was like, would mm. you like some art? You know, and you kind of work out like, a percentage to get I mean so I was really in the beginning like like I said I was on a mission um (laughs) and then like reaching out to bloggers and things like that um was a great way to um get my work out there so any creatives that might be listening I mean that was a big part of um Mm. getting clients and just getting my work out there was um not being afraid of you know, being left on scene on Instagram <laughs> because I would message and say, Hey, to a designer, I really love your stuff. Are you interested in me sending you something mm-hmm. um, in exchange for photos? So that was um, in the beginning a great way of doing that. But later, um, once I went full time with my art, I started listening to um, Cosmic CEO podcast. Um, and by Kinsey Madsen and I'm a big fan of her now Mm. but I was listening to her podcast and she is all about um in the beginning when I was listening to her the focus is on like mindset um for success in your business and I would listen to her like every day and so (laughs) when she launched a course um I was like I'm in it a million dollar brand academy was her course (laughs) that she launched and was a big investment um I remember some of my friends being like what are you doing but um (laughs) once I signed up I you know so any creatives or entrepreneurs or whatever that are listening right now you need to go check check her out too um but I signed I did her course and I would say within three months of taking taking the courses um I tripled my monthly Mm -hmm. sales just from the mindset work. Um, Mm. I think a lot of it had to do with that, just the way we um, talk to ourselves and uh, attracting our ideal customer, our ideal client. Um, Yeah, that was a big part of, that's a great resource is I I do believe in like invest in yourself and business courses or Mm -hmm. anyone that you're really drawn to um, because, you know, it's not for everyone. You might go listen to you know I could recommend a course mm. on here and it may be the person you're, who's talking and you're like we're not it's not you know it's <laughs> not hitting right <laughs> you got to find the person that really will like inspire you um mm. but I do think that's important to invest and that was a big one and the other one would be because in where I'm at it, you know when you go when you're in v, when you're in VC when you're in art school um you have, you know, these colleagues and you have these professors and you have people to bounce ideas off of. I think it's really important to uh, find those people. You know, they might not be in your neighborhood. They might not be um, 
local to you, but social media can be, gosh, there's some terrible things about social media, but there can be a lot of great things with being able to connect um, to people all over and, and finding other creatives, um, to share ideas with, um, to talk things out with, share whatever, you know, new thing they discovered. I remember in the beginning, you know, DMing with other creatives and, we would be like, oh, I heard the algorithm is doing this now on Instagram or whatever it might be, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but it was it would be great to be able to, to talk to them about that. So mm-hmm. um, I do think looking for those people. If you don't have them in your circle, go find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I think especially doing what you do and, and starting anything, you are kind of alone. Often. Yes, yes. You don't have this big sponsor and this big cheerleading team and a already preset coworker team. You just you're by yourself, so that's really important. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I was and I was driving Hunter nuts because he <laughs> would be at like work all day yeah. and he'd come home and I'd be like, "Hi, <laughs> ready to talk about everything and anything?" Because I wasn't around. It. I mean, before in retail, I had you know. The public too, not just coworkers. I was like interacting with everybody. Like all of a sudden, it's like nobody. Um, right. No, but yeah, it's really good though to kind of try to find uh, find women. Or for me, it's important to find women who inspire me and motivate mm-hmm. me. And just earlier, I was talking to someone who used to. Well, she runs a um, online art gallery like collective um and I used to be one of her artists and we were just you know I was just venting to her about <laughs> about mm. something that I knew she would relate to and it just was so nice you know just to have someone <laughs> that that would understand what was bothering me in the industry that you know my husband would be like what like <laughs> what are you talking I mean he, he tries to listen and give me advice but Sometimes sure. we just want someone to go, I feel you. Yes, I mm-hmm. hate that too. Or <laughs> you're not crazy, you know? <laughs> that is annoying. So, yeah, it's good. It's mm-hmm. always better when you have some people along. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for inspiring me. I mean, it's it's great to hear your story too. Well, thank you. Yeah, I want I want to read your poetry. I feel like I did read it before. Do you, you need to post it. You need to put it out there like I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you ever feel like, well, I suppose you don't always have to put everything about your art. But, you know, words are words. Like, they're out there. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I would write about, I don't know, feelings, dating Diego or, like, mm-hmm. things I was working through or um coda and I don't necessarily want everyone to see those (laughs) well yeah no it's hard sometimes oh my goodness so you're just reminding me so with my (laughs) writing that goes with my art um yeah mine can get really intense but (laughs) a lot of people don't realize and I should probably somehow Mm -hmm. share this more sometimes my writings and my art is not even what I'm going through so like if a friend Mm. A lot of times, like, if a friend confides in me in something or a friend is going through something, I'm, you know, when your best friend or close friend is going through something, you 
you have, you know, empathy for them and you're processing yeah. also how they're feeling and what they're going through. And I want to be a good friend and, and try to understand it. So I will write about it mm. um, and paint about it. So sometimes like in the <laughs> past, I would paint something and write something. And I remember my grandmother once was like, oh, I think she's mad at Hunter. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, it's not even about oh. Hunter. <laughs> Poor Hunter. He was like, what? <laughs> Like doesn't even have to do with it, but um, yeah. But I do, I do know what you mean because sharing <laughs> those the words, people read it and and they will assume, you know. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'll use journal entries that are old, so mm-hmm. it might be something that you know I was feeling very. I mean, definitely after I had Grace, a lot of those journal entries and postpartum. I mm-hmm. were real angsty sometimes. <laughs> they were really dramatic sometimes. Mm. Like, and I will use it, you know, I'll pull an entry <laughs> sometimes um, yeah, and use sure. it with a certain piece. Yeah. And um, mm. you're right, though. It gets people wondering. But I just, you know, let them wonder. And Hunter did tell <laughs> me a while ago that he's, he's like, I just try not to read all of your, your <laughs> journal entries and cat. Cause they're like usually my captions with the art on the website and like on Instagram. And he's like, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Um, I'm like, that's, you married an artist. Like it's all out there, <laughs> but, um, but it's worth it though. It's like, you know, I might write something and ooh, might, I might feel mm. there's like you were saying words, like I can feel very vulnerable more so than artwork, you know, with, when I have words with it, it's like, Ooh, wow. Cause mm-hmm. literally it is my diary. So it's like, here it is world, you know, but it's, I will say I keep doing it. You know, I didn't <laughs> stop. It's worth it because the mm-hmm. connections people will comment, they'll write, or they'll even email and say, Oh my goodness. You know, that's mm. how I'm feeling. That's how I felt. You put it into words for me. I've had them like ask me to print it out with the artwork that they bought, um, which is really cool for me because I'm like, I'm used to my art, like it sounds like whatever, but I'm used to like going to someone, you know, I might see my art on a wall in your living room, whatever. But like when someone's like, I want your words you wrote, like that's newer Mm -hmm. for me. I'm like, what? You want uh, my journal entry? Like, (laughs) I don't know. That's just... Yeah, that's a feeling that you know won't get old but um because you're like pouring out your your heart and soul and when someone's like wow that connects to me I don't know there's just something that Mm -hmm. is special about that so I think it's worth it it might be a little dramatic (laughs) people might wonder who's she talking about is she mad (laughs) is she like (laughs) what's going on okay (laughs) but that's what art does you know right art is supposed Mm. to get us sometimes art will make us uncomfortable and mm-hmm. sometimes it'll get us talking, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's connecting us. So do it. I want to yeah. see you posting more of your poetry. <laughs> Pressure's on now. <laughs> the podcast is also an expression of art to me. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You I are. enjoy that You're too. Like, I am doing it. <laughs> You're yeah. Right. You are. <laughs> but true. no, that's good. That's good. I will definitely try to do that more. And I, I love that piece that you mentioned about connecting. I think that's that kind of beautifully summarizes everything you've said so far. Just, you know, artists connecting. And through this, you're able to connect to other moms and other people. And 
um, yeah, it's really inspiring to hear how you pursued your dreams and you were able to bring your kids along and, and still do your passion, which is now your day job and into your family. That's great. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's definitely has its ups and downs, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but I do feel very grateful. Well, thank you again for joining us, Amanda. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This was fun. Yes, it was so fun. To all of our friends listening, thanks for sitting in on our chat. I hope you were encouraged, and I hope our conversation brought you a smile right where you are. No matter what you're pursuing or how close you are to your goals, um, I hope it encourages you to keep going, keep pushing. Uh, Motherhood often means that we're sacrificing a lot for our kids, um, either for a short period of time or, or maybe permanently. But just know that that's such a labor of love for your kids, however you're doing that. They may not appreciate it yet, but being their mama is a priceless gift, and you're giving that to them every day. So cheers to you, mamas, and we'll talk to you next time.